Hello everyone, I'm Samuel, mechanical engineer, and this is If It Is Stupid But It Works, your short podcast about short, small, interesting, tiny details of engineering that they are there for a reason, can be explained in a brief uh, moment, in a small podcast, let's say, and that you, I really hope that you will enjoy them. And as always, today I bring you a new topic. Something about planes again, because I don't know what planes has and aircraft in general, that they have a lot of really small details that put that together, you made a aircraft. And compared to other uh, fields of engineering, it made it like really easy to solve. Like it really, if you, you someone just tells you, it's like just going deeper and deeper into that hole. And of course, I am here today to get you deeper into that hole. I hope you enjoyed. Let's go. Okay, so as mentioned previously, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, airplanes. More into detail, we are going to talk about wings. And why wings? Well, you uh, think that uh, well, the shape of the wing is everything and uh, how you cut it, the uh, transversal cut, and the shape of the ribs is going to make you like most of your aerodynamics. But we are going to go a step further. So let's say, okay, we have, uh, okay, we have, we want to play the wing, you know, these just long blades that uh, stick on the sides of that airplane. And Okay, you let's say that you have uh, your your NASA Anaka uh, shapes. How how the shape of the wing, like the cutout, the side cutout of the wing should be. But okay, where do you put it? How many wings? What's the shape of the uh, total shape of that wing? So we are going to go with that. Maybe in another episode, I can tell you more about how uh, the pro- uh, wing profile, that uh, rib cutout, is. Mm, or is calculated or is uh, taken from the from the tables but not today today we are going to talk about uh, wings in general actually and the first thing is like okay how many wings do you want and by now most of the airplanes or nearly 99% of them they just have uh, one set of wings I mean one on each side so two wings however could be that you want more for some kind of reason and usually that reason is like the first uh, airplanes that were designed, they had like uh, several set of wings. And well, that's a, that's a possibility. Uh, do you remember uh, have you that picture in your head of an airplane that has like two set of wings? One that goes like under the fuselage and one that goes on top and the pilot uh, sits in the middle in the fuselage. Well, that's the first uh, thing we want to discuss. Like uh, do you want a B-plane, for example? Uh, maybe you want the wings of the viewplane like not to be exactly the same uh, size. So, for example, the top one longer or the bottom one shorter, sorry, longer. And that's uh, one decision that you can make. And also, like, well, two is an option, but what about three? What about four or more even? Uh, that's uh, that was done in the past. At the moment, they, it, this is not done anymore. First of all, because it's not giving you that much advantage compared to the cost that you are increasing 
So let's put it the other way. It is really costly and it is not going to give you a lot of things in return. So that's why mostly we have just uh, give up this kind of uh, this kind of design of the wheels. So for now, at least in most of the cases, we're just going to put a set of wheels on. And now we have the next question. Okay, we have one set of wings. Where do you put them? Under the fuselage, middle of the fuselage, on top of the fuselage, maybe a little bit higher the fuselage, or standing on some kind of rods that is hanging in the air. And this is a good question. Why? Well, it really depends on what do you want to achieve with your wings. Usually, uh, um, most of the cases, it's going to be uh, under the fuselage or in the middle of the fuselage, and that has to be to do with the well with the momentum. So the the way it works is like okay, your wings and your flaps are going to uh, steer the the nose of your uh, of your airplane up and down. At least uh, most of the cases, and uh, well, then you say I want that momentum to be uh, within a certain limit so I can control the airplane. If that momentum is too small, your airplane is going to be controlled like a brick. Your, your airplane is going to fly like uh, really slowly, it's going to start to turn. I cannot make uh, sharp turns uh, on, the, on the nose going up, up and down. So then you say, okay, if I put it down, I increase the momentum. And with that more momentum, I have more maneuverability of the airplane. And that, uh, for example, is something that you have in more airplanes that you want to fly uh, really really fast and you want to make a well diving and rolls and everything and well then you say you can have a low wind or high wind shoulder wind that is something between high wind and the middle wind and if you want something more stable maybe you can go for a mid wind it is not so often that uh, it is used but okay well you can still uh, use it at least it's a possibility and now we are going to move to the next one. Uh, yeah, I think it's worth to mention. Well, if you have a, a not not really an aircraft, uh, even though there have been aircrafts that use it, but if you think about a missile, uh, they have this kind of wings attached to the back of the of the bullet shaped uh, rocket missile, and that's also for control. Um, it is a win. Technically, yes, it's like a plate uh, that is attached uh, to the end of it. Can you use it in an airplane? As I said, there, are, there have been people trying to do it. I think in the Second World War, uh, the Germans tried to do it. It is really useful. Uh, kind of, I mean, not really for airplanes, but for missiles, it's a big chunk of the design. And it's really important for them. So, yeah, it is there, but it is not used for, at least for commission airplanes. And also it's a rotating wing. Well. What do you consider the, the blades of a helicopter? It's a propeller, it's a wing. It's, uh, well, <laughs> it's a little bit uh, tricky. Um, if we consider them as a wing, well, just uh, be sure that when you design it, that uh, propeller, that uh, rotating wing that you have on top of your vessel, let's say that this going to give also a lot of momentum. And that momentum, that torque, uh, well, if it is in control, your helicopter is just going to rotate in places, going to spin like a blade. Really. That's why you should have either two set of uh, counter-rotating uh, X-wings or uh, rotating bl uh, blade wings, or uh, while you have at the back of the part of the helicopter, you have another propeller that is going to counteract uh, this uh, rotation. 
you have uh, ways to fix it. However, it is really important that you know that it's there. And well, uh, I hope that uh, if uh, you are going to pilot a helicopter, you know, maybe take classes instead of listening to this. But if uh, you don't because you are going to fly a small drone that is a helicopter, well, remember the counter-rotating wings and uh, of course there are another propeller in the back, one of the two. You don't have to counter at both times. Okay, so now we are going to move into uh, well, uh, different uh, designs on the wing. We are going to think that it's just uh, well, the design of just one wing set of wings because yeah, if we go into the two uh, wings uh, or biplane or multiplane, well, we will go more there, further in there, but nobody's using them, so I'm going to skip them. And then you have like really, really strange shapes that you have uh, for them. These are shapes that are like theoretical there. There have been people trying to do prototypes, but in the end, it has not been a success. Why? Uh, one of the things I, I can say is the price. So when you are in the aerospace industry, the price is like everything. It's what is, uh, well, I mean, like any industry, but it's uh, basically what is uh, driving the consumption of your airplane, the aerodynamics, the, the, for example, the cheaper the, the consumption of your, of your airplane. And of course, if anything is not necessary, just remove it. And that's a little bit what's happening here. So in this kind of uh, airplanes, for example, the wings that have a box shape. And what I, what I mean by the, a box is, for example, you have your, uh, your, your flat, uh, flat uh, wings and then you go, they go up and they close on top and they form like a box around you. Well, that shape is a little bit trickier to manufacture. And yeah, of course it works uh, for most, uh, could, could work, but, uh, well, it is, uh, <laughs> it is not cheap and nobody's going to invest that much money that an airplane could cost, especially in home development or something like that. The same happens with uh, cylindrical wings or rings that is, is like a, well, UFO, let's say. So it's like a, like a dish. And in the middle of that dish, your, the fuselage, fuselage of your airplane is. Those are really, really weird shapes. Uh, maybe they have some advantages in like really specific situations. But, uh, well, as you said, if you put them into balance the advantages and disadvantages of this kind of, uh, planes, well, probably you are going to better stick to something. So in that uh, regard, we have box wings, uh, annular box, cylindrical, join on top. Uh, this is a join on top uh, wing. This is a little bit more known because you can find it in some uh, UAV to cut some extra space that maybe you didn't uh, have the need for. But uh, still, if you make it in form, can be it, uh, can be like really, really <laughs> Cheap compared to just metal, but uh, well, why complicate your life? If you can do it in another shape, you're not going to take this kind of shape. Um, so we are going to move a little bit in this regard. So you have these square shapes, and then we have uh, another one that, well, another one or two, let's say that is the delta winds that can be half uh, rigid or can be flexible. So the flexible is, well, more like uh, when you have a glider, uh, but uh, well, uh, not a glider like the airplane, but something that glides like a, like a kite. Well, you can have this shape. Uh, imagine something like that. Some just uh, cut out of a cloth that is uh, on top of a frame. And that's everything it does. But the delta wind is something, uh, the fix, uh, well, 
fix rigid uh, delta wind is something better in that regard that because it is uh, not flexible it's just well, as the the material of the rest of the wings and uh, this in this case is useful uh, bombers i know it has been useful bombers and for uh, uh, fighting uh, type uh, uh, airplanes that uh, well in that case you can have uh, some advantages like uh, better aerodynamics and you have really sharp uh, sharper corners in it so you can have some protection against the against the radar of the enemy that's why it is used and well honestly it looks uh, really cool and really fancy but uh, okay now we are going back to the normal you know the two flat wings that appears at the end uh, of the sides of the airplane and the first thing that you have to check on those is the aspect ratio it's like is your wing short but really wide or is like really long but uh, more like a really really thin and that's uh, what more or less we call uh, aspect ratio uh what is important well uh it really depends on some aspects on aerodynamics so if you if you remember i have seen a glider that one of the planes glider like the big ones those have like really long uh, wings and if you look at the for example the fighters they have really short wings with really long big aspect radius has to be a little bit with okay with the glider you are just going to run smoothly and slowly uh, going uh, down uh, into the into trying to land somewhere and just enjoying the ride and with the fighter you have to make a really sharp turns and you have to move uh, really fast so if uh, you remember the momentum if you have like really really long uh, wings well the momentum of that wings is probably going to break them so that's why you have like shorter wings that are, have bigger aspect ratios and uh, yeah, that's uh, one of the reasons there are more obviously but uh, then you have the actual shape of the wing so at the end what you most likely imagine is like okay jet ends uh, either flat like a normal cut if you cut it with a knife or maybe you have uh, one of the, these end wings that uh, bends uh, up but also if you have in the, this picture in your your in your mind that is the second world war uh, planes they have like elliptical wings and why so well at least the way they explain to me in the, during my bachelor's, I haven't done uh, any design of uh, airplanes lately, sadly for me, is that uh, well, that uh, elliptical shape usually is the, has the best aspect ratio for uh, for any kind of uh, aerodynamics. What is the problem? The problem with that is that, as I said, uh, this is an industry driven by cost and having like 20 ribs for the wind that are equal is way 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 more cheaper than having like 20 uh, ribs that are completely different and with analytical shape you have to modify a little bit each of the ribs and that's a little bit of a problem with it it's a good solution was a good solution in the past when what can be done uh, in times of war but at the moment no i think not much uh, not, not many uh, companies are doing this kind of wins and well then you have uh, another kind of wins like with uh, different, you have wings with different type of ratio. For example, they start thin and they end up white at the end, or they have like a curve in the middle, like trying to simulate a little bit elliptical, but uh, without uh, being more uh, cornering. Or, uh, well, trapezoidal, but I think is uh, what uh, most people have seen. 
Also, uh, well, I you have uh, this kind of a delta that I explained before, but you also have compound delta that when you make a delta win, it's just a imaginadorito. That's uh, that's the shape of your airplane. So most of it is going to be you know, just your 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 win. But when you have a compound delta, it's more like okay, you have the fuselage that is right in the middle, and imagine that you break the delta into two and you put it on the sides of the fuselage. Yeah, it's just you have a, there a small triangle that well helps you uh, with your, your sharp corners, and so that triangle can be more smooth, can be more uh, more linear uh, on the shape of the wing. Uh, so it really depends. Well, not manufacturer in what do you need the plane for. And then we have the, the swept. So most of the planes, you you think they are going to be straight. So that means that, for example, extend your arms, and then your arms is going to be like uh, parallel to the to the floor. But also can be swept backwards. That means that your arms are a little bit uh, getting closer to your hips. And that way you have uh, you don't have that many uh, that many problems with aerodynamics in the sense that can enter into resonance. So the, if you go to certain speeds, the winds start to vibrate and they start to vibrate harder and harder and at some point the wind just break off. That's one way to uh, fix it. So any resonance is going to uh, be number. However, you have the forward sweep. Imagine again your arms. Now they are pointing to the sky. Uh, this uh, is also a way to uh, way to make the planes. The problem is you have the opposite as with the swept uh, uh, wings. And that means that if you have a resonance, it's going to increase. And that is not really good for planes. Well, that's one of the mostly, one of the biggest reasons why do you don't, you don't want to put that kind of wind in your airplane. However, it is possible. It's completely possible. And your plane is going to fly for the most of the time in the same manner. It's not going to be a big deal. Then you have variable swap. So for some kind of really, really strange applications, you can just modify the, the swap. Uh, is, uh, well, most of these uh, kind of actions are done by fighters. So don't expect your typical commercial airplane to have these kind of things. Then you have uh, the kind of win. So sometimes people just prefer to make them uh, not completely right. So imagine that again, extend your arms and bend a little bit your elbows. So Sometimes the people prefer to do them like that. That way you have a more surface for the aerodynamics. However, you have a shortened wingspan. And it's a way to, you know, let's say that you want to park it or you want to have a smaller airplane. However, you need a certain amount of of force in your wings to lift up your your plane. So that way you have more surface in a shorter distance. And of course, the last thing that I want to mention in this uh, long list is the asymmetrical. Can you make a plane that is asymmetrical and fly? Yes, you can. It is not nice. It uh, it is not nice to control. It is uh, maybe not the best aerodynamic design. However, it is possible. It's completely possible that uh, you can make a, a plane fly with an asymmetrical uh, wings. Uh, why, why do I mean with asymmetrical? Well, just imagine your wings um, that are uh, on both sides, but your fuselage is leaning more to one side. This is possible basically because with enough uh, thrust, you can make fly anything. It is not the best idea. At least there are better ideas on how uh, you can architecture the design of uh, your plane. But 
that uh, that is a way to do it. Up to you if you want to use it. Uh, beyond that, also you can have uh, how your wins are. So you have the swap. That is how your wins are looking forward. Uh, like it's again the similarity with uh, your with your body. You have the swap. That is uh, when your hands are extended and and parallel to the floor. So if you are closer to to your hips or pointing to the sky. But another thing that you can do is point your arms uh, to the front or to the back. Well, that's another way to you know make a little bit of uh, of uh, cutting corners, let's say, of uh, getting some space, having the the same surface. So the distance uh, between the windspan, the distance between point to point of your winds, is going to be shorter. However, you have uh, again a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, distance uh, surface. Sorry. And also another thing is the momentum. So you also have a little bit more of a momentum that is going to be applied by the by the flaps uh, of your wings. If you bend your elbows, you will have a different shape that is sometimes also used. I'm going to say that I would like to stop here. It is true that there are more types. For example, if you want to, where, where do you position your wings? Like more into the back, more into the front. Variable wings or if the wings can extend. But uh, I think it's just good to know that there are different types. I think it's, uh, it's a really, really interesting topic. You can go into the tape, like really, really into the tape of all of them. But I want to keep it short. And of course, if you have uh, more questions, please don't hesitate to contact. I uh, I can maybe answer a few more of them. I think uh, Wins <laughs> it has their own specialty. And especially if you are an architect of a new plane, you have really, 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 to, uh, you have to think really, really, really well how to make uh, uh, the wings, what shape to utilize, and what are the advantages and disadvantages of them. Thank you everyone, yet another episode of If It Is Stupid, But It Works. I hope you have enjoyed. I think, uh, well, <laughs> there was a lot of material to cover. I wanted to keep it short, yet I think uh, I extended a little bit more than I was planning. But anyhow, thank you so much for listening to me. It is really important to, for me if you, yes, share it, if you like it, if you contact, if you make questions, if you say to your family, hey, listen to this podcast, you go to your colleagues and say, hey, listen to this podcast listen to this episode because for me that's like fuel is uh, keeping this uh, engine running and as always you can find me in spotify you have me on itunes i have an instagram so you can contact me there and of, as of course you can just uh, come and sit and learn a little bit more in the next episode but till then bye bye